Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Hey there. Hello, Faj. <laughs> How is everything today? Everything is very good. Good. I am doing well. Good. As am I. Had a Pilates session this morning. Yep. Well, that's always a good way to start the day. You started the day with exercise, I'm sure, right? Yeah, making the coffee, getting the potatoes. That is very, very, um, that must be taxing on your, is it your pointer finger that you (laughs) use to press the button? And I mean, lifting of the the beans to Mm -hmm. dump them into the machine that's. These are delicate rituals that must be followed. (laughs) You have to have the finest of reflexes and responses and you cultivate that from (laughs) daily exercising daily with your reflexes in in pouring the coffee actually beans into the grinder and then the ground beans into the machine i mean it's brilliant you must have just very very strong i don't know what that muscle is between the the wrist and the elbow no, that's not the one. It's just my little fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't use that whole muscle. I don't use the whole... Yeah, I'm not even going have, that far up here. Do you, you have any muscle, muscle mass, or is it just you're just kind of held together from maybe like the my body has starch. a habit of holding have, together. You're held together from like the starch and the rice that you from eat the or rice. something. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm being insulted. How many minutes into this episode? Two minutes. Two minutes and, in. And um, being insulted. So it wasn't insulted. I was more celebrating the fact that you naturally can just be so agile and able to get up and make your coffee without any physical activity. But all I know is that all you people that have all this physical activity have physical pain and I know, joint I'm always problems. Like, I'm... You even go to a chiropractor at your age and I am fine. <laughs> Don't need a chiropractor or anybody. So let's not, you know, I'm pain free and I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> Well, you're either pain-free or you just don't talk about any pain because from time to time, <laughs> I'll complain about something and then he'll be like, oh yeah, I have that. And I'm like, you do? And he's like, <laughs> "No, <I'm pretty> much <laughs> we're talking about like a ringing in the ear and he's like, oh, I have that all the well, time. I have tinnitus, yeah. He's I like, oh yeah, I have tinnitus. Yeah. And then like, I'm like, oh yeah, I was talking to somebody else and they had the craziest thing. They have a floater in there. He's like, yeah, I have three. I'm like, yeah, do you just not complain about anything? I don't, I don't complain. I really don't. I, <laughs> you don't complain about anything. I'm in the camp of if my eyes open, I'm doing pretty well for the day. Amen to that. <laughs> so, you know what? That's a good way to look at it. That's it. Yeah. We're all lucky to be here. That's exactly right. So I don't complain about anything. So. Yep. We are standing on our two feet, breathing good air. Yes. Eyes are opening. Blessed to have your company on Sundays. Yes, you are. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so, We're you know, both blessed here, Dad. Exactly. Exactly. Too blessed to but stress. But we are too blessed to stress. However, problems do come up in our lives, don't they? They sure do. And they come up in our business lives and all that kind of stuff. And so, I would argue. Yes. I mean, like we don't need to argue. We're not arguing yet today. No, I think we're not we both arguing. agree on this. But, yeah. but listeners, we're going to talk about creative problem solving and i i think personally like when i think about people that i want on my team Mm -hmm. and probably one of the biggest 
biggest skills that you can't really, I don't think you can put a, a weight on, you know, or an amount on how valuable the skill of creative problem solving is for team members and mm-hmm. things like that. That's right. You can't, I want to say you can learn it, right? You can certainly like, we're going to talk about some ways that you can approach creative problem solving. But I think that whole problem solving mentality, you can learn, uh, you know, you can certainly like learn different skills, but sometimes like there's a gift of problem solving Mm -hmm. and the ability to see alternate routes and alternate solutions to challenges. Correct. And, And when you're under stress and have a problem, it very often is more difficult to see that because our viewpoint, it's naturally narrowed. We tend to focus on the problem instead of broadening the thought. So what I'm saying is it's something that must be done. You must do it. In other words, it's not going to pop out automatically. Well, and the thing is, it's kind of like exercise. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> so if I want to lose my little my little tummy that's building up, I have to do something well, about it. But the more that you problem solve, the better you get at it. Yes. And the more that you the more that you look at challenges and try and find alternate mm-hmm. paths to a solution, I think it's like a flex of an exercise for your brain mm-hmm. where you start to look at things a little bit differently. And you start to see a much more broad view of possibilities versus like what you just shared when you're stressed or, you know, you've been maybe like ruminating in something for too long. Right. You don't see you can't really see past the like blinders that you have for what's right in front of you. Correct. Correct. Especially, you know, and and I want to bring this out because we, we can. I don't know what the, what the term is, but like when you talk about something almost sterilized, like, you know, it's just a hypothetical concept. But if you think about a problem, problems, sometimes things happen to us, right? So we can ruminate and focus on why did that happen? You know, why did I go down that street and that, that car wouldn't have hit me and blah, 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 blah. You know, all the things that the what ifs. But many problems are our own fault because we made a mistake or we did something stupid. And I'm not. I'm Why not are saying, you looking at me like that? Because I'm always looking at you across the table. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> I feel what like I'm you were looking at me, when that, especially when as that, you said stupid. <laughs> when, I felt like when, very, maybe that's my own issue. <laughs> all right. You know, we're going to take this podcast to YouTube so that you all listeners can. Can now see watch the hard, and, hard looks he's giving me as he says stupid. And see that I was not <laughs> looking at her that way. That's <laughs> um, but since we all make mistakes and we all do things like that and we all cause our own problems, not all of them, but some of them, what happens is we start with the blame. You know, oh, so stupid. Why did I do that? I knew better than that, blah, blah, blah. Well, all of that, all of that inward beating yourself up you know you don't need others to flog you you're doing it yourself right prevents you it's that narrowing it it causes a constriction like your you know heart is filled with what is the cholesterol or something we're having trouble finding our words this morning we really are (laughs) but that's my point is that what what i love about doing this and we're going to have a series this can be a series a series of episodes on creative problem solving because we first have to realize let's 
do some like okay the problem is here whatever the reason was whatever caused it this is the situation well and that is so important because you can't start to solve a problem if you're so fixated on why something happened right and like and the kind of like the blame game blaming and even if it's yourself it it could turn into self-sabotage right like and I, i think it's such an it's such a good point because it's like a lot of times you're you're so disappointed in yourself or disappointed in somebody else mm-hmm. for why you're in this situation to begin with. And I really try and focus on this. And I think it's just such a good mindset shift for people in general. The problem is here. How you got there really doesn't matter at that point. Right. It, it matters to the extent that you don't want to repeat the same mistakes well, yeah, it and you want to address of, a challenge if, if it happened. It be- may be part of the solution. It may be the way you start and just say, okay, let's let's back up. Why are we here? Whatever. Right. But you, you have to do that in a sanitized way, not, oh, I'm so stupid. Look well, what and I to did, that whatever. same point, you know. in order to f- in order to like create an environment of problem solving with the people that you work with, your teams, your family in general any people you have to make sure that other people feel safe and they feel and and they don't you know while you're not beating yourself up you're also not beating other people up right right because part of creative problem solving is that you don't do it alone right mm-hmm. i think that's yeah. something part of it is that it can be a really powerful collaborative process and oftentimes you come up with some of the best solutions when it's not only your brain that's thinking about unique ways and innovative ways to solve a problem mm-hmm. but you're kind of getting some consensus That's and right. alternate points of and, view and we probably want to retitle this sometimes because creative problem solving you use these same techniques to innovate you know also and to find out new ideas right and adapt to change so it doesn't the problem problem in quotes it's just a creative problem solving is a set of techniques and we'll use that but just realize that we can find creative solutions to problems we can innovate for new things and we can deal with change that's either has happened or happening and so on so there's well, so many uses and i mean really every innovation i can't say every single one but i would probably it would be a safe bet to say that almost every innovation is the result of some identified problem, right? Right. There's no reason to innovate unless there's a problem that you're trying to solve. Right. That's why people innovate. Okay, well, we're going to come up with something new because there's some kind of a disconnect with something that's already in place or some kind of a, like, something doesn't work perfectly. Otherwise, there would be no reason to come up with a better way. Correct. But now I'm going to throw in, and I think way back, might have been, maybe episode one or two or something way back i know i brought this up so if you are a loyal listener you're gonna have deja vu or you're gonna <laughs> or, or if you're a listener like me that you wish your memory were a little better you may <laughs> realize that you have amnesia <laughs> if it was you we could have the same episode we only have four episodes Sometimes I feel that like we just a goldfish <laughs> you know like it's like 51st dates i wake up and it's groundhog's day <laughs> well what I, what I mean is, and, and I'm going to address that about the problem, and you brought up a very good point, like the, we, there's innovation because people were solving problems and they innovated, correct? Right. One thing that I've noticed of people 
I'm going to say generally your rank and file. Very often, and, and we are all guilty of this, we will take the harder road if it's familiar versus a better way if it's unfamiliar. Now, the reason I'm saying that is it, there doesn't have to be a problem for us to innovate because the definition of a problem is this is a problem. It might not be a problem to you. Let me give you an example. Is that the definition of a problem? You're, if, you, if, you're, if, if you're having <laughs> a problem The definition of a problem is there's a problem? <laughs> right, but sometimes there's a problem, but you don't consider it a problem. Correct. You don't recognize it as a problem. Correct. Okay, I'm going to take an example of, let's take, well, I'm going to use technology because I'm Mr. Technology, all right? Your computer, your phone, all this stuff has a million little shortcuts. So for example, I have in the house here, I've used Apple's HomeKit. And those of you listening just turned off and they go, oh my God, he's getting technical or whatever. There are home automations that are really clever and so easy to use. And most of the time he's using them so that he can do less physical work in this order to it. get things done. My laziness <laughs> and desire to avoid physical activity has helped me innovate he like now you have sits no idea. in his recliner, people. <laughs> We're lucky that he hasn't found a hack yet to get the coffee made for him. But he now sits in his recliner and barks orders at his Apple Home Kit. That's correct. Hey, Siri, turn on my TV. Be careful because Siri's going to do it. The TV will go on and mess up our hey, podcast. Hey, Siri, change the channel. <laughs> this is my point. Sorry, I couldn't do that. You see, there was Siri. <laughs> That literally, that but was not a plug. Do you see? Yes. She said, I'm sorry, I couldn't do that. That's right. That's right. Wait, the TV is on now? <laughs> the, li li literally, listeners. You are so lazy, Dad. She did it, and everything went on, and it's amazing. And I'm going to give you an example. Mom used to, like, if she fell asleep in the living room watching TV, and then the TV, I remember she complained that the TV would be on, it'd be four in the morning or something, and it woke, or a loud commercial came on, and it woke her up. So I said, well, when would you like the TV to go off? And she said, well, probably, if it goes off at two in the morning, that's probably smart, because then if she fell asleep, or then she can go to bed. So I, I have a routine in Apple HomeKit that the TV turns off at two in the morning. And the lamp in the living room goes on, not at a specified time, but at sunset, which means in the summer, it goes on later than it does in the winter. Okay, now the reason I'm bringing this out, because I want all of you listeners to pay me for consulting <laughs> to set up your homes. Now, I'm bringing this out because when I brought these ideas up, and if I bring them up to other people, they go, oh, that's too complicated. I would rather get up and turn the TV off. I would rather be awakened at four in the morning by the TV. I would rather turn the light on. And I'm thinking, why? I can show you in five minutes how you can control all of that from your phone. Right. Or my watch, in fact, because it's on my Apple watch. Or your voice. Right. Or my voice, even better. Speaking and that's of, true. hey, Siri, turn the TV off. <laughs> And it and went off. off. 
Literally. And I didn't even program my voice. Yeah. I could come in here and, and take li- over the whole house. You could. And listeners, we are not lying. Everything that Christina just did, it actually all occurred. So that's a fun example, and I'm giving you a fun example, but so many people would, are willing to do extra work. Yeah, they're willing to suffer through having to get a remote and cook <laughs> <laughs> or like flip their light on. But no, but some of those things are very... It's a silly example, a true example, right? But it's it's what I'm talking about. No, it, it's true though. It is true. Right. And I mean like the the hack of the light going on at sunset... That's something that, you know, sometimes you may not be home, but you may want a light on. So, you know, there's signs of life in the house, right? Like you may not be there to turn it on. So these are things that they do solve a problem. The, The whole thing becomes, is the pain great enough for the person that is impacted for them to bother to problem solve Correct. or innovate but i see this bringing this to work and bringing this to your life and so on i see this in processes i know i do process improvement at work, but i see this all the time people workers are willing to actually take extra steps do extra processes do things that are inefficient because it is more comfortable to be inefficient in a way that i am comfortable with than to venture off into a different procedure that would be more efficient, but I'm not as comfortable with that yet. Because it's unknown. Until you do it, right? So these are, I bring this all out because if really, if we were to just, you know, summarize where we are as we move forward here, the process of of being creative and applying a creative problem-solving solution, we have to get away from the woe is me or it was my fault or it was your fault and move away from that to, okay, let's deal with the problem, right? And then we also have to identify, is it a problem that A, I wanna solve, because maybe I don't care about the problem, or I'm not comfortable caring about the problem and I'd rather deal with this you know, than not. Well, and I think that's the whole thing. You don't have to, it's it's about finding creative solutions to complex problems. Mm-hmm. You don't need to use creative problem solving all day, every day, right? Like there's- well, That's cer- a good point, yeah. Like, you know, it's a flex for the brain, right? It's exercise for the brain. You don't need to creative problem solve in order to decide necessarily what you're going to have for lunch, <laughs> you know, or- whether yeah, you do. should have, ch- do. <laughs> <laughs> you do like full brainstorming <laughs> sessions and mind mapping for your, uh, for your, well, that's because I'm your s- dinner order. Right. After breakfast, I'm stressing about what's for lunch and how I'm going to get lunch. And you know and what? I really don't <laughs> doubt that, but I'm actually very surprised that you haven't found an innovation for how you can get Siri to be like managing your, you know, cadence of your lunch and dinner orders mm. throughout the week. Like so that you can make sure that you've got, you know, your Cuban lined up Tuesday evenings, <laughs> 6 p.m. on, you know, that is shocking to me that you haven't problem solved around that yet. All right, I'm on it. It could be because you basically have like a personal chef at home through mom. You are very <laughs> lucky. Be, yes. She basically delivers like every meal. Like here's a well-balanced meal for you. <laughs> yeah. So there, you just you just called it. 
I don't have a problem. That is not a problem that's for you. That's not a problem. Correct. Yeah. But I, I, I think about poor Brad that's at home or me when you know we're both looking at each other because we both worked and we look at each other and we go, what's for dinner? <laughs> it's like 7.30, 8 o'clock. Should we, we should probably eat, huh? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Bowl of cereal? <laughs> <laughs> you guys eat pretty well in this house. That's, yeah, we do. That's why I come here on the weekends. I know that. Because I'm guaranteed a very good breakfast. So you don't even care about the podcast. You just want to guarantee I mean, your breakfast. No, it, <laughs> Dad, it is very much about the podcast. But that. the catalyst of this was really to at least make sure I had, you know, one well balanced meal that wasn't prepared by a restaurant or, That's you true. know, some That's outside true. service <laughs> once a week. <laughs> some outside service. <laughs> so you know, you could see why this is a series. We can't cover this. Well, it's in, yeah, it's not something episode, that we can right? bite off. So I think like right. through through this this series, we're going to talk about different things. Like, what are different tools that are available for us as we're looking at how to go about creative problem solving? Because it doesn't come easy to everybody. Right. Like I keep talking about it, like it's an exercise. It's something that you have to flex because creative problem solving it's important because you know you you find new and innovative ways to solve complex problems once mm-hmm. they've been established but it's also so much about adapting to change it's about helping to drive innovation and growth and it doesn't come naturally to everybody no. like sometimes it's very uh stressful thinking about you know like when you can- there are certain people that can't see past the problem to try and get to the solution. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit in a subsequent episode about different tools and kind of like a template or process that mm-hmm. you can follow to try and put some steps around how do you approach creative problem solving? Right. What are different ways that you can that you can approach it so that it isn't so daunting, right? Like right. so you kind of know where to start or how to get other people engaged in the process. So I think we'll have some fun with that in the coming weeks. No, we absolutely, we absolutely will. And and even the you know the tools that you mentioned, you know, we we didn't mention them, but there are very when I say tools, they're not things you have to buy. You know, they're uh, ways to do this. And so I'm sure on. there's some kind of tool you can buy though. Oh, I'm sure there, there is. is a there is there's a product for everything. There really is. That's true. <laughs> hey Siri, what's a tool that we can buy for creative problem solving? <laughs> See, Seriously. you don't need us here. We got yeah, we're Siri. Just gonna, we're just, just gonna, gonna hook you up with Siri. From here on <laughs> and it worked. And you don't need Siri. You could use Google Play, or you can use yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, Alexa, whatever you want. Your bot of choice. Your bot of choice. I love that exactly. <laughs> we should create a little. Uh, you're kind of my bot of choice, Dad. I just call you. <laughs> but we should. Uh, you know, maybe we can create something with that. Mm-hmm. We had suggested Pocket Pop to the um, YAA, right, your right. auto advocates, yes, um, or your advocate alliance, right? Rather, I don't think they ever used it, so maybe, maybe we'll create a Pocket Pop. Yeah, but I think ask Joe. I think they researched it and someone had 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 taken that or something, oh, so they couldn't right. use it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so rather than get sued, they decided not to use yeah, it. Yeah, so <laughs> listeners, let us know if you would like this, <laughs> Joe, in your pocket. <laughs> Be careful with that. <laughs> it would be morning coffee and mimosas in your pocket. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That'd be really cool. We figure out a way to have a cup of coffee and a mimosa. 
Well, if you drink enough mimosas, you get very creative. <laughs> that, but you know what? That is a, a that is a path to creative problem solving if yeah. you want to take it. And the coffee gives you the like adrenaline, the adrenaline, rush, the, the, the mental clarity, to, right? That you're screwing up with. with and the then the mimosa, the mimosa, the mimosa kind of like opens your perspective I to think new we're ideas. Something here. This is brilliant. Yeah. We, it, can, we need FDA approval. Don't try for this. this at home. <laughs> we need FDA approval. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a morning coffee and mimosa in the pocket could get messy. A pill. <laughs> a pill. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to start selling morning coffee and mimosa pills. Some, I just had pills some, for problem solving. Right, no, I just had some creative ideas, and it, it relates to but a But we're bar. brainstorming right now. We're brainstorming. And that's kind of like, you know, just a tease to some of like where where you can ultimately go brainstorming part of creative problem solving is literally throwing any idea no matter how crazy right. it is at the wall i just got an and idea you see what comes out I of that i just got an idea um but i'm not going to say it on the on the podcast right now when are you going to say it you want the listeners to come back next week well i hope that you're going to write it down because i'm a little concerned <laughs> that you may not she remember it by next remember. week <laughs> Who are we and why are we here? <laughs> I had to say that. So, um, so no, this was good. So, do a little quick recap and a little preview for next week. I guess the the biggest piece that we'll leave you with is if you can flex one skill that you can improve, mm-hmm. creative problem solving is probably one of the most valuable skills that you can bring to any aspect of your life, your career. Because ultimately, regardless of what area you are in, people rely on other people that can solve problems and Mm -hmm. find creative and innovative approaches that they wouldn't otherwise have found. That's why people hire consultants. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, if you're somebody that is looked at as a problem solver, you become indispensable. So, you know, one of the the main, I think, you know, as we were talking about in this episode, why is it so important and what are some of the barriers to creative problem solving? The first step is really getting out of your head, right? And and yes. stop the stop the the constant thought of what the problem is and why it happened. Move past that onto we are where we are, and now we've got to figure out what we do with where we are. Yes, and know that there's hope, and it's not only hope, but there is actually a very bright light that will bring you better than you were before if you approach this correctly. Right. That's almost a guarantee because all of these innovations, so many of them, as you brought up earlier, come from either a devastating loss or a problem that was need to be solved or or a nuisance something, something super or small some nuisance. that you just so, didn't even realize yeah don't stress and i think the other piece as we're recapping this is that recognize that a big piece of creative problem solving is being open to and adapting to change yes so yes. you have to it's it's a big piece of change management is You're 100% creative correct. problem solving innovation and being open to and adapting to that change. Beautiful. So more to come. Yeah. This is the beginning of what you know I think will be a really good and important series. I love these because it's always a good refresher for mm-hmm. us dad. Yeah. And more to come. So listeners, if you have any tips or tricks or experiences mm-hmm. that would lend themselves well to creative problem solving in this series, 
please give us a shout. Let us know. We would love to feature that in the podcast. If you like what you hear, drop us a subscribe on our channel, leave a review, share it with a friend. We always appreciate that. And it certainly helps our podcast then to get in front of other people that may find value in it as well. That's right. Thank you. You're welcome, Dad. (laughs) I love that you always thank me at the end of these episodes. Thank you, Dad. No, thank you. No, thank you. But you're very welcome. No, thank you. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. Actually, we should give homework to all of you listeners. If you're still here during this song, we want to solve your problem. Think oh, of your problem. Bring us your problem, bring us and your we problem. will brainstorm around it. There you go. Bye, everyone. Have a great week, everyone.